everybody. Welcome to We View Yasha. We're recording live from next to an EDM club. You probably can't hear that on the microphone. I'm Sean. I'm Lindsay. And Lindsay is super excited because we're finally here to talk about the villain of Our the main ship. villain! Finally! I think Onigumo? Naraku has been in the show for a bit, but this one seems to be about a different guy. Original. Yeah, did we not get to that part in the episodes? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh. Well, yeah. alert. <laughs> oh my god. Can't wait to find out. But I love the title of this episode. It's like a, a turn-of-the-century novel or a, an old serial from the 1920s. <laughs> I think they start doing like um, like two sentence titles. Yeah, I like it. It's like those Bacano titles, yeah. less wordy than the Bacano <laughs> ones. Do you remember a Bacano title that you can? Oh, just that um, Lad Russo loves uh, fighting a lot and slaughtering a lot, or something. <laughs> Lad Russo loves talking a lot and slaughtering a lot. <laughs> yeah, this one's uh, from the cliffhanger of the last episode of Kagome getting pushed down the well very unceremoniously by Inuyasha. Yeah, never trust a bad boy. Yeah, it's like a Sweet Charity, that show. You know what I'm talking about? No, you watch a lot of things I've never heard of. <laughs> Uh, we can say, it's safe to say Inuyasha has his reasons for doing this. After a quick flashback, we see Inuyasha shoving a tree down the well and plugging it up. <laughs> immediately. I mean, you've got, um, you know, this whole intense Kagome's like, oh my god, I don't have the jewel, I can't get back. And then cut to Inuyasha with a ridiculously large tree <laughs> jammed inside Shove. the well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just, you know, overkill. overkill right yeah, there. exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, pissing off Shippo very much. Who oh. Does not understand why you would do this to poor Kagome. Yes. His new mommy. Yes. Um, yeah, Shippo. Okay. Maybe the one kind of adorable Shippo moment when he's. So frustrated and upset and he just sits down and just like pouts and he's like, I'm never talking to you again. I hate that Inuyasha. No, Shippo's amazing in this episode. Yeah. Amazing is. with an asterisk, I guess, if you look to the footnote that is as far as Shippo can go, he's amazing. He it does was, a lot of good things. It was actually maybe one of his better episodes. Yes. He cast a spell that actually did something. Yes. For a change. <laughs> Used his magic appropriately. <laughs> yeah, but we'll get to it. Yeah, and uh, after uh, a bit of fighting with Shippo, uh, Moroku calms Inuyasha down. Like Yep. Let's not go uh, full cocked here. Let's actually think about. Yeah, because hot headed Inuyasha, as soon as he plugs up the well, he's ready to do exactly what Kagome was afraid he would do, yes. which is go chase down. Naraku with a gaping hole in his chest. Yes. Do you think he would have done that um, if Kagome were there, or do you think uh, cool heads would have prevailed and perhaps... I feel like Kagome might have been able to talk some sense into him. Yeah, I ask that because there are times when Inuyasha 
sees her and then flies off into a barbarian rage and <laughs> uh, slices the nearest thing next to him. <laughs> yeah, uh, Moroku asks very important questions like, uh, what does this person want with Inuyasha exactly? Why does he hate him so much? Or did he hate Kikyo? I did love that moment where, you know, Inuyasha's like, you know, halfway, you know, into the woods and Maroku's like, well, let's sit down and think about this. And he like actually gets through to Inuyasha yeah. just by being the calm, like, I'm not going to rise to your temper or whatever. And Inuyasha kind of walks back and then just sits down next to him and is like, okay, well, yeah. Let's think. I just yeah. thought, oh, good job, Maroku. Yeah, I'll sit down, but I hate it. <laughs> but yes, Maroku does smile because obviously, Inuyasha's um, like, I have no idea why anyone would want to do this. Yeah. Beyond, uh, you know what? I'm starting to convince myself now that perhaps pushing her down the well was a good thing uh, in the sense of it's what he needed. He's actually thinking for the first time. And if Moroku had tried this, like, we need to stop and think. And Kagome were there. He might have been, maybe, you're making me look bad in front of my girlfriend. Yeah, because or... Kagome would have been on Moroku's side. Right. And then I think Inuyasha would have been, like, super defensive. And probably just gone to his sulking tree. And... Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. But yeah, poor Kagome's feelings have been hurt. Either way, and she's gone back to school, and we all know what's waiting for her. There's a bunch of people thinking she has gout and Down syndrome <laughs> and, I don't know, toxic shock. What else? Oh, and she's not wearing her uniform because when Inuyasha embraced her, there was blood all over it. And so they're like, you're not in your uniform. She's like, oh, yeah, I couldn't wear it. It was filthy. There was blood all over it. And they're like, Oh my god, she's hemorrhaging again. <laughs> she's like, god damn it, Grandpa. <laughs> she's like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they call uh, call it civvies in the English dub, which is weird for a high school girl to say. I had a boyfriend in the Air Force, and that's they called it civvies. Yes, <laughs> a military <laughs> person. Of that, yeah. <laughs> civilian clothing. So it's kind of weird in, in high school. Yeah, they have uniforms, but in junior high, I had a uniform school. I never once said, I got to get out of this and into my civvies, guys. Wait for me. <laughs> Very little consequences to her being away from school for so long because she's right back in that classroom and not paying attention during a test. She's extremely preoccupied. Mm -hmm. Thinking too much about this boy who's just mean to her all the time. Is it Inuyasha? Or is this just because she says, you know, no one's ever hugged me like that? Mm. Is this just the first time? Could yeah. Moroku have embraced her the same way? And then she's thinking. Well, Moroku has made yeah. his intentions clear <laughs> numerous times. Not through a hug, though. Well, he's held her close. He's held her hands. <laughs> not, much... not quite like Inuyasha. No, Inuyasha is. It's a quality, not quantity with him. <laughs> So the time he does embrace her, he has sullied that memory by then pushing her down the well. And it's just to take that jewel away from her. You know, this is this has been brewing, looking at him a different way, but I think this is the mm -hmm. the official tipping point where she really does see him. 
and expresses her anger in the middle of class, yelling. She's like, take it outside. (laughs) She has to go stand outside. But then we're back into feudal Japan where uh, Lady Kaide, who has probably been uh, updated on everything that's been happening, is healing Inuyasha with some back balm, which I guess clears up like a gaping wound. <laughs> that goes all the way through your body. Because yeah. <laughs> he still has a gaping wound on his chest. And she asks the question that I had a few episodes ago, which is well, why would a person tricking these two then return the jewel to the town? It was not to get the jewel after all. It was just to inflict suffering upon either Inuyasha or Kagome or both. Oh, Kikyo, thank you. I'll dub it in later. And they, they mentioned something else. I think I had a question about the jewel would become corrupted if the the wearer were full of hatred. Yes. Like, remember uh, the paint episode? Yes. That the, was mixed with all the blood and evil. Yeah, we saw the shard and then uh, Kagome purified it when she picked it up. But we didn't see that happen in the flashback where Kikio is mortally wounded and she has brief possession of the jewel. She just takes it with her soul into the other world and it seems fine, right? Um, I think there's more in the second. I think uh, someone mentioned something about that in the oh. second episode. Oh, okay, okay. What the plan actually was, what was supposed to happen. Ah, interesting. Okay. I gotcha. Yeah, and the various times that Inuyasha has held it, it hasn't flooded with darkness, even though he's half-demon. Yeah, I don't think in his little heart of hearts he's as bad as he wishes he was. Yeah, deep down he's good, and he's tough. And I mean, from episode two, he could have killed all those villagers, but instead he just cut down the trees, blocked their way. He's yeah. not... It's not all bad, I guess, but he will push you down a well and you could break your leg <laughs> or your neck. <laughs> I guess he knows your threshold and I shall be fine. <laughs> push. But uh, Lady Kaide knows someone who would de- desire this outcome of a corrupted jewel. And uh, this part, oh yes, uh, she uh, leads them all to a cave where she tells the story of a man named Onigumo who was a thief. He was very badly burned. I don't think she goes into the details of how. No, and I can't remember if we really get, like, that much of... We might get more of his backstory. I can't remember exactly about how he came to that cave. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Well, this is the coolest idea ever. I love everything about this guy. Uh, it's just it's so creepy, and the fact that it happened a long time ago is, like, how are we going to pick up the pieces of this uh, this great evil that has only left residues? Yeah, this is super cool. But they're on the way to the cave, and she uh, says that Kikyo was showing mercy on this guy. And was... she, she, he couldn't move, um, so she would come and, you know, she's treating his wounds or just feeding him soup. But... I think she was treating his wounds, <laughs> feeding him <laughs> magic soup that... But she had a spoon. <laughs> eh, yeah, it was magic soup, we'll just say that. But Kaide was there, too, as a little girl, also helping, and got to hear all of the creepy things that he would say to her. You notice anything about Kaede? He has two good eyes. Oh, and this took takes place days before, days before uh, everything went bad. Eyes. And when we saw at the village, when Inuyasha was healing, she yeah. had that bandage. No, I didn't notice that. Good catch. 
<laughs> I think just how something about Kikyo, how he'd like to see her suffer, right? Yeah, she's all high and mighty. I'd love to see her knocked from her pedestal. I'd really like to see her suffer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, sister, he's saying some fucked up shit. <laughs> maybe we should get out of here. Stop feeding him magic. Yeah, maybe just slit his throat quietly or put a pillow over his face, you know, nice and quiet. Yeah, Kikyo is just like... <laughs> You're crazy. He's fine. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, you know, try and... And, uh, you know, see things from his point of view. He, he'll never walk again. He'll never leave that cave. So all he has is dark and bitter thoughts. And take pity on him for being like that. She sees too much good in people. Tis her undoing. We get to, after the flashback, they get to the spot where he's laid. And there's like, nothing will grow there. Right. That's a little later. At first, oh. she does uh, say that um, after the whole Inuyasha thing went down. The cave was set on fire. Oh, um, yes. And mysteriously burned. And, and when she went back, everything, yeah. there, it was just ashes. There was nothing left of Yep. Yeah. We do say uh, briefly that Shippo is still trying to pull the tree out of the well. <laughs> That's when he pouts and says he hates that Inuyasha and will never speak to him again. <laughs> and then uh, from off screen here, did you say Inuyasha? The scary dog demon with like Royakon. giant eyes. Royakon? Royakon. Oh my god. I'd like to speak with him. Chippo <laughs> screams and runs away. He looks scary then, so. Yeah. So this is where Moroku notices that within the cave, there is no grass growing where the body of Onigumo lay or once lied. Once lied. And can sense a great evil presence, like yeah. that of a demon. Yes, that that had been there so long ago, it still left such a strong impression. Yep. And Inuyasha asks, I thought he was human. How could there be the residue of a demon there? And that's when Shippo calls for help outside. He has made real haste to where are they... <laughs> yes, that I'm never speaking to Inuyasha again. Help me! Inuyasha! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> And rushing outside, Inuyasha uses his Iron Reaver Soul Stealer to kill the pack of dogs that is chasing Shippo. Did Ryukon vomit them up yet? Or oh, right here he vomits later? them up. Yeah. He <laughs> announces himself creepy. first as the guardian of hell. Kaede once, or it says he was once a gentle spirit who guarded the forest. Yeah. And he's, Why is he behaving like this? What's he's reborn. He has come to slay Inuyasha, and that's when he vomits a bunch of dogs. Also, really awesome. <laughs> Three-eyed dogs, too. Yeah. <laughs> Moroku uses his wind tunnel. So then the dogs change course and go after Moroku. I think he vomits up some more. He's like, yeah. take care of that guy. Yeah, and then Moroku's like, oh, well, I can suck up wolves all day. We'll mm-hmm. be here forever. I need to just suck up Royokan. Yeah, it goes right up to his face, point blank. Yeah. Ah! And he throws a stick at him, and his stick does nothing. <laughs> it's, just, right. it's just throwing a stick at someone's <laughs> face. Hollywood way to end this. <laughs> and when, what if he sucked up his own stick? It, you are thinking exactly <laughs> what I've been drinking. <laughs> and, of course, Naruko is watching all of this from the trees and playing with all of the jewel shards that yeah. he has in his possession. He's been busy. 
Mm-hmm. Not just shopping at the bamboo clothes store. <laughs> the baboon. <laughs> has to kill a baboon every time someone attacks him. Yeah, we've, we've gone through a couple of those, hasn't we? They all look the same, too. <laughs> Must be like a herd of them somewhere. Else. <laughs> like oh, fuck, he's back. <laughs> Run! Yeah, that's a real sad side story. Him getting his cool hoodie. <laughs> After Morocco uses the wind tunnel, uh, Royakan. Royakan? Royokan. I wrote it down as an A. The romanization is all messed up. He hits the ground, uh, causing all the, the debris to go into Moroku's hand, and he retreats. And Inuyasha had opened up his wound when he did his Iron Reaver Soul Stealer attack. And so he is weakened once again. And as they are figuring that... Uh, the, the dog demon, you say the name. <laughs> Never going to get it right. He must have a jewel shard, and that's why he's so powerful. And that's when Inuyasha collapses. <laughs> but let's not think too deeply about that and see what Kagome is doing. Yeah. <laughs> Physical education on the baseball field. Mm-hmm. Still thinking about that boy. But guess who's back and ready to find out how she's doing? You know, they did kind of gloss over the... Because obviously she missed their date. Yeah, I'm happy there was a line. Yeah. At least, like, you stood him up last time. But, um, oh, uh, Hojo's back, by the way. Listeners. Yeah. <laughs> and he just straight up asks her out. Love a man that takes charge. He's unafraid. <laughs> maybe it's because she's not intimidating because she may be terminal and have uh, any number of... Uh, Mr. Burns-style diseases just <laughs> inside of her. And her friends encourage her. I was like, yeah, I spit him up last time. And just forget about that guy that's very clearly troubling you. Oh, that was so great. There, she's, you know, talking to a boy. And her friends, of course, are <laughs> listening. And when she's, like, not jumping at the chance to go on a date, <clears throat> they, excuse us, just <laughs> a moment, drag her away. Yeah, what's wrong with you? Oh, it's unrequited love. Well, oh, yeah, yeah. she hit the, the right nerve there. Because mm-hmm. that's what the girl was like, oh, I will show you. I'm going to take this guy so hard. I'm going to let him get away with so much on the first date. <laughs> uh, the poor loser in all of this is, of course, Hojo. <laughs> Doesn't really know what's going on. He's like, great. And... Without the confidence, I've been in this Hojo position before, so I do feel bad for him. It's like, oh, yeah, tell me more about that guy who doesn't treat you right. You know, there's somebody right here treating you okay. Yeah, 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 but this guy, I should just leave. Just leave. Nah, stick around. She'll like that. But she says yes to to spite uh, a boy who probably wouldn't care one way or another. Could easily beat Hojo up if he needed to. Poor Hojo. <laughs> back home, she tries to go back through the well. <laughs> Clearly not over this. But this it's a no-go. It's a no-go, May. Aww. <laughs> but let's go see what's in feudal Japan now. Uh, Inuyasha is being sealed inside of a hut. Oh, God, I love this. Not yeah. happily, either. That yeah. was... We don't see the scene of him waking up. We just see the scene of him kicking the door while his hands are tied behind his back. And the whole little shed is just plastered with charms to yeah. keep 
He's yelling and screaming, let me out! Drawing quite a tantrum. Yes. And Shippo's like, please stop. And then... Shippo's being the grown-up. Yeah. And then changes uh, briefly into Kagome. Oh, you need to heal, honey. What does he say? It's something really inappropriate. You want me to sleep with you or something? Which I'm sure in, you know, Shippo's Sweet, innocent little minds. It's just like taking a bath with mommy and daddy. Yeah, or actually sleeping. Yeah. Just uh, being affectionate. Just, you know, sleeping next to each other. Just don't want to think about uh, the the fan art that this is inspired. (laughs) Okay, Gamma does have a very fluffy little tail. Mm, Yep. the game away. (laughs) Oh my god, I'm thinking of so many fan fiction ideas. (laughs) Oh, that's good. already out there. (laughs) <laughs> That's going to be a bonus episode, listeners. I'm going to write some and read it out loud to Lindsay. <laughs> I don't like this idea. Next, <laughs> I'm next 15 Shades of Grey. No, yeah. 15. 15? <laughs> no, it's only, only 15. It's only <laughs> 15. <a> <laughs> it happens to be Kagome's age. <laughs> oh, my God. But, of course, Inuyasha sees right through it after seven seconds of considering it and then uh, beats up Shippo. <laughs> With his feet. Yeah. <laughs> starts kicking Shippo. <laughs> yeah, fun. And then uh, Kaede and Hiroki come in. Say it's for your own good. You need to heal. Blah, blah, blah. Knock it off. <laughs> yeah, Moroku holds him down with his stick. The stick's very useful. Good thing he didn't accidentally suck it up. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I have to make another one. <laughs> and they put more back bomb on him. <laughs> And try to talk more reason into him <laughs> at first. And when uh, it doesn't work this time, Moroku then just kicks him <laughs> over and over again. <laughs> and okay, it is just like letting it happen for a while. And she's like, okay, stop, Moroku. You're, you're going to reopen that wound. Yeah. In the dub, she says, kick the old wounds, which is like, geez, old woman. <laughs> and Inuyasha tries to get a night's sleep. But he's still thinking of Kagome. He made the right decision by sending her back. Yeah. Doesn't want to see another woman he likes die. And uh, meanwhile, a crying uh, Royokan is approached by Naraku and given another shard, which transforms him into an even scarier looking dog. There, Royokan. <laughs> it's really sad because he doesn't want this. <laughs> but he shoots the shard like a bullet into his brain. Yeah, he was scared of the winds on all his just a gentle guardian of the forest. He doesn't like what's happened to him. Naraku is just like, oh, another jewel shard will take away that fear. It's like he's uh, keeping him addicted to heroin. But Royakon attacks, and outside, uh, Kaede and Moroku are keeping the hut hidden with a spell mm-hmm. that uh, Royakon cannot get through. Yeah, I think he can, like, smell Inuyasha, but he yeah. can't see, like, the hut at all. Yep. And Raku is very irritated. Well, mildly irritated. He's like, that's pathetic, and throws a spear at Kaede. Kaede. Which, Moroku deflects it, which breaks the spell. Yeah, that I thought was great. Like, he sees it coming, and Kaede's like, no, don't move, don't break it. Yep. And he's like, I gotta. I can't. <laughs> You're a lady. You're going to break us into bed anyway. <laughs> exactly. So, way to go, heroic. 
Wait a Moroku. Oh, we never found a good. We didn't. Keep listening. Okay. Roycon destroys the hut with one giant. Yeah. Oh, there it is. Inuyasha emerges with his sword, and a fight ensues. Feeling much better. Yeah, but he's still a little weak because he's also dropped the shard. Oh, oh, he gets um punched or something. And yes, throws them back. Mm-hmm. I think even Kaede goes, "He's been thrown back." She's like <laughs> sailing through the air. <laughs> Weird that I didn't remember it then. <laughs> but he's dropped the shard, and it's between him and Royukan, and he can't run fast enough to get it. And yeah, that I mean, he's like using the sword That's like okay. a walking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was not what your dad intended, Inuyasha. <laughs> yeah, and way to shippo moment. Uh, still doesn't work. <laughs> Grabs the jewel shard just before Royukan gets it and runs away. And uh, the vomit dogs chase him. And he's that great image of him screaming and running. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, yeah, that was a exciting moment to end on. <laughs> Yeah, and Moroku is also thwarted from using his wind tunnel again by, oh, yeah, the, by little, the bees. The hell bees come back. <laughs> I, did, I forgot to say, um, after Inuyasha's free from the hut, and he was like, yeah, those morons locked me in there. Miroku and Kaede's face, when they're like, we're doing it to protect you, <laughs> you asshole. <laughs> Such an ingrate. <laughs> Their faces were just great, where he was mm-hmm. like, yeah, those idiots were trying to... To hold me back. Like, they, the, those two. Asshole, what have we been telling you this whole episode? <laughs> yeah, they should not take that personally, though, because it's just bravado. He's trying to scare the guy. Uh, but yeah, but we end on that cliffhanger of who's going to get the jewel? What's going to happen? Where's Kagome? What's. Tune in next week for Inuyasha. Well, she was in. Modern Era the entire episode. Mm-hmm. And Yasha was not the entire episode. You don't have one like that. Yeah, I know. How are they going to solve this problem? Well, thanks for listening, listeners, to this episode. The mystery of Onigumo. Lindsay, take us out with the song. Oh, yeah. <laughs>